Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. I am so honored to have this person on the podcast, Natasha Nurse. Tasha, you are a seasoned educator. You are a sixth grade STEM teacher. You are a mentor. You are a connector. You are a force. And I'm so grateful that you're here today. This this has been a long time coming. Yeah, I, I actually have been waiting for this moment because I met you, Sean, through one of my dear friends. She's my best friend, Lauren. Kaufman and she spoke such beautiful things about you and you know you're talking about trailblazing you're the trailblazer you're the one that gets out there and makes the connections and and makes the fun happen and you know for me to be a part of this this evening I'm I'm so honored I'm thrilled so thank you for inviting me on your podcast well I you know I don't even know what to say after that because I'm I'm babbling because I'm I'm just I'm grateful for you because I have been following you for quite some time. I'm a big fan of your work. And then really Lauren uh, Kaufman connected us and, and we, and she, she's been on the podcast a couple of times. She's also, as, as I, I say, the informal executive producer of principal liner notes podcast. And uh, <laughs> so I, I am just, I'm grateful that we have that connection and a very, very special person in that she's brought us both both together this evening. And I got to tell you, Sean, you are from, if I'm correct, please correct me if I'm not, you are from one of my favorite states, North Carolina. Yes, North family. Carolina is yeah. home. Yeah, I have a lot of family and um, um, Fayetteville, Rocky Mount. Um, oh, wow, Raleigh. I have a sister yeah. in Raleigh. Yeah. So oh, that's that's cool. Well, well, I'm on the I'm on the western part of the state. I'm in the Piedmont. I'm in Winston Salem, and and so Fayetteville, Rocky Mount, Raleigh are all. That's that's not too far. That's less than a couple of hours. So, you know, next time you're down for a family reunion, we we need to meet halfway somewhere. You know, or it's a done deal. Done yeah, deal. It's gonna it's gonna happen. So, or I'll just crash your family reunion because I, you I, have an invitation. You don't even need an invite. You just come. I'll let you know. I advance. feel like we are family. I mean, we, we are, we, we are, we are. So what, what I, what I'm, what I'm interested in and, and uh, there's, there's many things about, about your role and, and what you do uh, as, as, as STEM and I, and you're very great about, and, and very gracious about posting the work of your students. And, you know, often when we think about middle school, we, we think about all of these kind of negative stereotypes and and perceptions. I was a middle school teacher. Uh, I was the principal for three different middle schools in in my career. And, uh, you know, middle school kind of gets a a, um, the short end of the stick. But in what you share and what you promote and what you empower is is so far removed from the negative stereotypes of, 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 of middle school life. Yeah. I, you know, wow. It's interesting. Um, I was reading Lauren just put out a blog earlier today yeah. and she talks about the messiness yes. of learning. And I think coming into the mindset that having that mindset about students that, you know, in the middle school, they're coming to you, bringing, you know, a whole a whole bunch of 
of messiness. And when I say that, I mean, they're excited, they're learning, they're trying to come into their own. And me understanding that as their teacher helps me to be more grounded and meet each and every student where they're at. And my, my focus, and I'm going to have to quote Megan, and, and I know this is your girl, Megan Lawson, yes. but Lawson talks about legacy work. And for me, I see my middle school students way off into the future. And because I see them way off to the future, I'm thinking about creating that legacy or, or having them create a legacy of, of, of what they're learning in school, something that they can take with them to go off and, 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 and you know, never forget it. So that legacy work is what keeps me inspired. That legacy work is, is what my father left me um, to, to, to pick up the baton and keep moving and really focus on students and the community that I live in and work in. And that legacy work, you know, is, is something, again, it keeps me grounded. So I meet middle school students where they're at because I see them far off into the future doing something even greater than what I'm doing now. So what does that look like and feel like in, in your classroom, building that legacy work? And I love how you, you frame that because there's an art to that. It, you, you, you shared, Tasha, that legacy keeps you grounded, but in the same time, there, there is this kind of foresight. There is this forward-thinking vision that, that you have, and it's so important to do that specifically in middle school, because you're in the middle of the middle, all of the, the 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 physical and emotional things, social things are happening. Middle school students will change their personality not every day, but within an hour, and and, and you have to be prepared for that. So, I, I would love to hear what what does that look like in your classroom? I can tell you what it looks like. It 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 relationships. My students know that I care about them. They know that I have their backs no matter what. I meet them where they're at. I allow them to get messy in the classroom and to clean it back up. Um, my students understand that they have voice and choice. And that's always been something that I've stood by, making sure they had opportunities to run our classroom. Mm. I never was a type of teacher that would just be that in the front teacher. And, and all information I put out and students receive it and spit it back out to me. I was always putting students in the center of everything. And in that way, the students, my students see that, you know what, Ms. Nurse, she really cares about me. She's giving me the opportunity to take risk. She's giving me the opportunity to mess up. She's giving me the opportunity to think in a different way. And I have to tell you, Sean, it has never been easy. But when you're in it and then you you you, you step out of it and reflect, you see that your students are benefiting and they're becoming better human beings. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I focus on. It's that. So. I also uh, would be remiss too, because in, in the, your, your the first part of the response, you did mention our girl, uh, Megan Lawson and, and legacy, her, her wonderful book, which has been close by with me, wow. legacy of learning. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I think that's so, and, and, you echo, you both echo this, that, that we, we have to think about teaching and learning in, in terms of the long game and, 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 and that legacy and, and having that awareness grounds us and empowers us. And, and, 
you know, if you see that that sixth grade student in your STEM classes is just as a sixth grade student and not as a, a future innovator, future engineer, future architect or artist or or some some other part of the future that hasn't even been invented yet. Right. I think that's, that's right. so important. It is. I, I you know, and think about it. You our goal as educators is to connect the real world to what we're teaching in the classroom. And when you're talking about STEM and 21st century learning, these things have to be real to students. Yeah. And it can't just be book knowledge. And, and for me, I, I tell my students all the time, my sixth grade students, when you walk into my room, I want you to feel free and open to really explore. And, you know, I'm, I, I had the privilege of, of writing the curriculum for STEM. And, you know, I, I had an opportunity to work backwards, thinking about my students, once again, like I told you earlier, putting them in the middle and really finding how I can make those connections to what's happening in the real world in their lives. So when you when you have someone that that may not be fully aware of STEM or they think they're aware of STEM and they probably go, all right, Tasha. Yeah. You just y'all just play with Legos and you do robotics. <laughs> and, and okay, that that's so. So, what's your response to that? How do you how do you counter that, that to to say that no, it's not just Legos and robotics that we're doing in here. So much bigger than that, you know. As I, I you know, we were talking about this a little earlier. Um, I had a launch party last night, and you know, our, our sixth grade students from last year. Um, developed um, a actual experiment, a research proposal, where their proposal was selected by NASA. And this actual experiment flew on the SpaceX last night, headed to the ISS, International Space Station. So, you know, my district, they're looking for cutting, cutting edge ways to really get our students connected to what's really happening now and into the future. So it, it's really about, you know, making those opportunities that are really real and happening in the real world now. Um, I'm thinking about my curriculum. My curriculum is connected also to renewable um, resources, energy mm -hmm. and resources that exist right now. How do I get the students thinking of maybe one day I want to be an engineer, or maybe I want to design something that, that probably or does exist right now, but I can tweak it and make it better. I, I want to, you know, in robotics and and coding, all of those things are important, but I think we touch the surface when it comes to just focusing on those areas of STEM. There's so much more to STEM. There's so much more. There's and and really giving students that understanding that science, technology, engineering, and math, and and letting them know the connections to the different careers out there. I think opens their minds more. I can only imagine what that launch party must have felt like, and and to see the rocket and knowing that not only was it your hand, but it was the hands of the students that, that were aboard that ship. I mean, I, I just, that, that I, I, I got, I get kind of goosebumps thinking about that friend. Can I tell you, Sean, I had a literal tear come out of my eyes because the students that were on are my current sixth graders. They have just wrapped up writing their research proposals for the next launch. So they were watching last year's students 
And then we had a few of the students from last year join as well as, as well as administration, my amazing director, Christy Tercy, who took the lead on this project. And that's what you call real world connections. They're never going to forget this. And as we watched the countdown and that rocket take off, I said, this is the legacy work. And then this is why I had to bring up Megan Lawson's, um, you know, that this legacy work she's talking about, this is how we create legacies. Mm. That's why we do what we do. It, it's and, and and really what what you've said it's something I've written about and I, and I, I share with the faculty is and and I believe this is that somewhere in the building is is the is the next Steve Jobs or or Elon Musk or next Natasha Nurse um, and and if they're not that person then maybe that student will be the mother the father the professor, the teacher of that person that, that is going to come up with a masterpiece or, or a new art form or a new invention or, or, or innovation. And, and here, you know, not only this wasn't a real world connection, um, my friend, this, this was like an out of world. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, that's, that's just, I, I, I I gotta go I'm just, it, it blows my mind. Hopefully, and I would encourage you, not all, and, and I need to go back and look. I don't know if you've posted on your social media feeds yet, and I haven't had a chance. I've been, I've been podcasting all day, but but um, I, I hope that t- to me, this moment sounds like either a, a uh, the, the, the basis for your future TED Talk. Uh, it's it's or or it's the basis for a conference presentation, and dare I say, the opening chapter of of a book or a blog post or something. I mean, I just see, I, I just see this this story, really you you taking off with it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's you know it 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 touched me, and if it touched me, and it touched all of our ministers straighters in the Long Beach School District and the students, Sean, if you could have saw their faces, they were, they were clapping. They had the emojis, um, you know, like the congratulations, the hearts and their smiles. And they got up and they were dancing in the camera. That's what we live for as educators. That's our why, you know, and that's part of our why. And you're right. I, this is, this is a moment that I have to really, take to the next level. You're right about that, Sean. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. And and so we've got it captured here in the podcast. So you you'll take this and and use it however and and then and draw from it. I, I hope that you do. And I, I want to be in the audience when when you when you either give that TED talk or or at your book signing or or something. But I just I just think it's such a powerful and compelling story that you you need to chronicle um in, in, in some way, that would be my, my, my hope. You know, STEM is, is, is something I, I, and again, I, how how did you fall into it? What, what led you, you know, I know, I know you, you you know, you're, you're a, as you mentioned in in your notes to me, a seasoned educator. I love how you frame that. Um, So, so how, how did, what, where, what, what was your journey to kind of get you to, this point. If anyone knows anything about me, I am a risk taker. 
and I'm a calculator risk taker. I was in the classroom um, literally over 16 years. I taught um, as well. I was an instructional coach and, and Lauren and I and another colleague of mine, Christine, we worked tightly, very closely together as instructional coaches in our school district. Um, from there, COVID hit. Mm. I taught virtually for a year, third grade. And after that, I said, you know what? Our uh, instructional coach role had ended. I taught virtually and I needed to press the reset button. I needed to see, you know, what else is out there for me to do so I can go inspire other kids. And I knew middle school was next level. I knew that was the next step that I should take. Hmm. And STEM, you know, just happened to, they, you know, they were looking to bring STEM into the middle school. And actually this is recently this year um, to connect it to the K through five STEM program that currently exists. But um, science just was an opening, you know, because I was familiar with science. I, I love science. I love literacy. And I, you know, was an instructional coach for all subject areas. So it's just a natural progression for me, for me to take. And, and I took it. And it's the best thing I could have ever done for myself. Nice. Yeah. Wow. That that's that's quite the trajectory there. What what inspires you in terms of of, of education? What what do you what, what do you draw from to to help build that legacy? in, in the classroom, what's on the bookshelf, what's on, what's on, what's on your, your loop to, to, that fulfills you to do this great work for kids. Curious. I, I, I gotta tell you, I'm, um, wrapping up Catlin, Catlin Tucker's book, um, student led. Yeah. And again, I I'm about voice and choice and it's a, a Katie Novak and it's an excellent book. And really, um, we're, we're using that book as um, our book club book for our mentor program. And that keeps me in the, the, my, have the to have the mindset and the focus on what's important. And those are our students. When you lead understanding that students are the focus, that really, that gives me the energy that I need to keep showing up each and every day. And um, yeah, that it's an, an excellent book. So if anyone has not read it, um, she has an amazing book out. Awesome. We'll we'll definitely put that in the uh, in the show notes. You mentioned uh, book club, and you mentioned the LB mentoring thing, and I know that's that is something that is very um, true to your your core as as an educator and and as a leader. Uh, so I'd love for you to to explain a little bit about the origin story of that program, and and it's probably it's also going to connect to our mutual friend. Yeah. Um, and then, and then what, what, what it is, because I, I, I just think it's such powerful work that you're doing for, for teachers with this. Yeah. So I am a coordinator, a, a co-coordinator, um, Christine Lamarca, she and I, we both, um, both run the mentor program and it's for teachers K through 12, our new teachers that come into our district. And we have our seasoned teachers who are actually the mentors and they mentor over the mentees. Now, Lauren was actually the coordinator of the mentor program before she left our district. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, it is the most, one of the most important work that I've ever done. Now, of course, teacher, but to really be that teacher leader and embrace those new teachers that are coming in, understanding, you know, that you've been exactly where they're at. It's inspiring. So for me, the work is a humbling work. 
for me, the work keeps me on my toes of, you know, what's really out there, the newest and latest, you know, um, things that are happening in the world of education. Um, all of that, I feel, you know, responsible and making sure I know and I understand so I can bring that back and, and share it and teach our new mentor, mentees, how to go out there and do that too. Um, what's important also is uh, having a PLC. And we've definitely put that message out there. You know, your, your PLC, and, and that's how I know you through PLC, is some of the, the, the most important connections you're ever going to make in your life. And when the going gets tough, your PLC will always have your back. So really, you know, being a part of the mentor program has lifted me up as an educator um, and has really shown me that, look, one day when I'm not here and I may be doing something else in the field of education, you all are going to continue the legacy that I left. Hmm. Let me go back to that legacy work again. <laughs> right. Legacy. That's it's such a key component. Okay. And and you mentioned and I and I and I followed this too for the last couple of years. Um, you you all just do a great job of of book clubs, and it's something that I I struggle with, and I always hesitate to to get going. I I'm a reader. I'm a high school English teacher by 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 trade. I love you know. I'm, again, I'm carrying Megan's book around, and yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and you you know and and. I, I'll do that. I'll carry books around because I I, I want to start a conversation. Um, I want to connect with somebody about it. And and if they're interested, I always secretly hope we can start a book club. Um, mm -hmm. Doesn't always happen. It, in fact, it's never happened. But 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 what I would say is is um, how how do you? What's your secret to sustaining a good book club for busy educators? And, and, and again, the mentor program, I know there's some nuances there. You've got, you've got beginning folks, folks that, that, that all these demands are at them, but you all have, you and Lauren, Lauren, before you, you all picked such great titles and did great things with it. So what's the secret? I'm going to tell you, we started off with Lainey's book. Um, yeah. You, you, do you remember we were posting and, and it's about thinking about the needs of your people. You know what I mean? It's and and I think that's the way we we really come up with these ideas of, of selecting books. Um Lainey's book on gratitude, I mean, that really changes your whole mindset and shows you how to be grateful for those things that are right around you and takes, you know, and take advantage of it. So we wanted, you know, our teachers to really see that where they're at right now and in time. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Annie yeah. Rowell, sorry to interrupt, Evolving with Gratitude, which is, a, yes, and you, and you were on her, uh, you were on her podcast as well uh, last year, earlier this year, so yeah. powerful book. Powerful book. So, you know, we, the, the teachers, you know, they ran with it, um, they found th ways to connect with themselves and who they are. And how they could, you know, show gratitude and be grateful for the things around them. You know, with um, this new book that we're reading, we really thought about, and I talked to you about this earlier, Student Voice and Choice. That mm. is the theme in our district, Student mm. Voice and Choice. So we wanted to, to, to bring something that teachers could actually use, apply in their lives, and, and really help each other out and those that are around them. And her, her book gives you actionable steps that you can take. It's so hands-on, just like Lainey's book is. And um, 
And I, I think less is more. We don't go so, so big, but we look for the needs of our, our teachers. That's yeah. that's a that's a key component. And I think that's where I have often misstepped in, in when I've done book clubs over the years. And I'm still a little gun shy, but I think it's important that even though I'm carrying around this great book. That's legacy. <laughs> We need to start a book club. We really, I mean. That would be fun. I would love to do that. And actually, Lauren and I have talked a little bit about doing something. So, yeah, we, this could be, this could be something we, yeah, we, we can. Sign me we, up. Yeah, you're in, you're in. We got it. Okay. We got to do that. And uh, that would be fun to collaborate with you on that. Yes, and I would love to. That would be very, very cool. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But it's meeting the needs of 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 teachers and being in tune with that and it may not be a book that you uh uh might might espouse or whatever but you, you you've got to find the need and, and i think the beauty of something like lanny's book evolving with gratitude is it's so universal and and even though there's a lens through the schoolhouse in which she takes you you can still take take that book and and apply it elsewhere which i think i think also too is the secret of a good book club and, or if it happens to be your district theme, um, then, and then it's practical. Um, and, and you can make, and, and you can, you can make it uh, applicable that way. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really good point, Sean. Um, I, you know, I, I have to say just you, you're hearing that word gratitude, gratitude, gratitude everywhere. And with the backdrop and things that are going on in the world today, you, you need to, find what things you're really grateful for, whether it's an education or the business world or, you know, the law field, the doctor field, the medicine field. Um, it, it is about thinking about the needs and our teachers are the work we do, Sean, and you know, this, the work's so hard, but it's so rewarding. It and this is the time that we need to build each other up and give each other as well as, you know, you know, those surrounding us, what we need to be successful. Right on. One of the things um, you mentioned before we started recording, I learned something about you that I, I did not know is, is that you are pursuing and, and you mentioned risk taker. So yeah. you, you are taking a, a bit of a risk. Um, and, and I know you got it um, <laughs> in, term, in terms of pursuing your, your leadership uh, licensure. So I would love to know your why behind that and, and, and your journey your journey right now with uh, the leadership uh, certificate. Yeah, that leadership role. You know, I, I, you know what's huge for me, um, Sean? It's about being a people's person. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is understanding their wants, their needs, and and really being that person to help them get there. I, 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 I get excited when I see others excited. That mm -hmm. brings me my excitement. And I, I felt like, you know what? I've been in the class for a while and, I, and, I, and I've stepped out a little bit and come back in and I wanna go out there and I wanna do something that's transformational. I wanted to do something where I'm creating other leaders and I'm getting them to see, you know, that they have it. And even if they don't wanna go off and be a building principal or someone in the district and, and that leadership role, well, how can they be that leader in the class and create their students to be leaders around them? Hmm. So for me, it, it's more of, of doing that work of building others up. And for me, that brings me joy. And, and I'm grateful for that. Oh, well, I uh, how, how close are you? How far away are you from completion? A few more months. 
Yeah, I'm in my internship phase right now and I have three more classes to go and it's fast track. I'm learning, I'm with an amazing assistant principal in the, in, in my building, um, Chris Frank Viglia, and he's amazing. He's humble. He's been teaching me about how to move and how to work with people and how to know your stuff. And he's a great, great mentor and a great person. So. That's that's I I I envy him because I, if I and I've said this to Lauren if if we were remotely close if I in North Carolina Long Island wherever I I would want to be in your band and I would I would I would love the opportunity to mentor you or 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 have you um, shadow me or, or or what have you or do internship I would I'm I'm envious yeah <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying I can I tell you Sean I'm eating everything up. Almost to the point where I have to like slow down a little bit and I'm having nothing but fun. And I, and I, and I, you know, it's not work. It, and and, I, and a lot of people say, Tasha, you got to slow down, Tasha do, you know, and, and they're right. I do have to make sure that I'm balanced, but I'm having so much fun. I am. And I, and I work with a great bunch of people that are really helping me out, you know, along the way. So I have the support. I do. That's great. Now you you mentioned in um in the little questionnaire that I do for for guests you you put down such a wonderful soulfully eclectic array of of music and and this is the principal liner notes and we do uh talk about music so what what are those things what are those songs those artists you know I was trying to find my Marvin Gaye uh you you I got the four tops back here you know, so I, I would just love to know your your journey and passion with music. Oh, it started with my parents. You know, my mom was born and raised in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, and my dad, Columbia, South Carolina. And I just remember, you know, being small and going to a place called Westbury Music Fair and, and visiting, seeing the Temptations live. They always took us to live concerts, the Four Tops. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's Blue Magic. Um we saw so many, so many people, Diana Ross. Hmm. I, and my mom was a big jazz enthusiast. So I remember listening to um, Chuck's music. Uh, it, you know, those are the things that, that, you know, led me to, to embracing the type of music that I embrace. Four Tops, Temptations, um, met Marvin Gaye. Like I grew up with that music and yeah. we still listen to it now. And I remember, always remember my dad in the aisle. And Westbury music there, he'd he'd wear a hat, the feather on it, and he would dance in the aisle, and you'd hear that music playing, you know, Stairway to Heaven, the mm. OJs. We went to if I believe it's the OJs, yes, OJs, Temptations. All of those groups were a part of, you know, my music music life growing up. Mm. It's yeah. it's funny you mentioned the Temptations, and I think about my my youngest twin daughter Rachel, who is a yeah. huge temptations fan her bucket list is to see ain't too proud yeah. on, on, uh, on broadway and yeah. uh, she's a big broadway person too um but that there, there's just so I, and i grew up with marvin gay uh yeah. with the what's going on album my dad played that non-stop and that's a big part of my musical uh upbringing and and of course the tops i mean yeah. it I I wish I could sing and be as cool as Levi Stubbs. Oh, um, yeah, just ama amazing, amazing stuff. But then, you know, then you you mentioned too, like Thomas Rhett. I mean, I just love you. You're just all over the place. I love I love that. I love that. You know, 
when it when it comes to music. I like you and you have to be. And that's, you know, that's another thing that my mom and dad taught me is to experience different genres, you know, of music. And that's what make that's what connects you to the real world. I go back to the, making those connections. Um, you know, I grew up with rhythm and blues, but I, I grew up, you know, listening to country music. I grew up listening to um, to jazz music mm-hmm. and all of those things, you know, shape me into the person I am today. So when I'm in different circles, I can can hold it down, having great conversations about, you know, what I know. And then I'm willing to try and listen to music that I'm not familiar with. So open mind is what my parents taught me to have. Yeah. I think that's key to the gig, you know, where, and, 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 and you, you, you just nailed it, Tasha, where we're connecting students to the real world, but we're not, it's, it's not that we're connecting them to one place or, or one path. We're connecting them to many, many different circles and, and creating that by connecting them to the real world, we're, we're, we're helping them develop an agility for understanding, empathy, gratitude. And then it's not just as, as, as Todd Whitaker was, was, was talking about, uh, cause he was on the podcast the other day. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's just not here. We're, we're, we're increasing the trajectory. We're enhancing that trajectory. And you literally have done that. You got, and this is the power we hold. This is a part of my why too. You, you, we hold so much power. And I think if we reflect on what we can do and how we can share it and, and how we can learn from it, there's nothing that you can't do as an educator. And I think it's all about your mindset. I mean, you know, there, there are days that it doesn't always go perfect. And it's not what you thought it would end up being, but it's what you bring, I believe, to the table. It's what you bring in terms of your positive mindset and attitude that really makes what you do an amazing thing. And, and again, I respect and love how, you know, you have your strong PLC and your podcast and and, and then you're a building leader. I, I admire that because you follow your passion and, and we can do that. Um as educators. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Are you, do you have any conferences that you're going to present at? And if, and if so, where, and if not, why, because you should be, because what, what, what you just said there, I'm telling you, we we need a Tasha nurse, Ted talk, Tasha, Ted, (laughs) Ted, Ted in this, we got it. Seriously. What, what a powerful story you have. I, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm going to follow you. I'm definitely going to do it. I am. Please. I'm I'm totally going to do it. I'm presenting. um, Well, I actually presented at our superintendent's conference and, um, but I, I'm, and there are other conferences I'm looking at, but I'm going to to take what you said and I'm going to run with it. I need you to. And and if Lauren was on, um, (laughs) and I, and I just, I texted her just a little bit ago. She says, hello. Um, And so Lauren and I, we're going to, we're going to create this conspiracy okay. uh, to, to amplify Tasha and to get, get your beautiful legacy out there. Um, you, you have um, uh, just, just a strong belief, not only in, in your own powers as a teacher, but, but you, you have such a strong belief in kids in the business. We call that efficacy. And, and when I, 
uh, look up efficacy in, in the dictionary. I see your picture. Wow. I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. You don't want me crying on your podcast. Oh, <laughs> well, hey, I, I've cried on the podcast. So <laughs> yeah, sometimes I cry after and I'll go, who's this geek? But, but, uh, but, but, but anyway, how can folks follow you and, um, and find you? I, I'm very lucky that I follow you closely. So how can folks um, track you down and, and interact and, and uh, connect with you? I am at Natasha underscore nurse on X. We don't call it formally Twitter. And then yes. for my Instagram, I am T nurse LB. Nice. T nurse LB. Yeah. Do you, do you have any big trips planned? Because I, I, I remember seeing you and your beautiful family. There was a Disney world trip <laughs> and then, and then you connected with our friend Lauren and I was so jealous because I said, I mean, so do, do you have another? I, do you have another big trip planned? We're headed back to Disney over the Christmas break. But it's funny, I was supposed to end up in Hawaii, and Lauren's taking a, a cruise to Hawaii in December. So we're unfortunately not going to be able to meet up with each other. But we have other stuff planned. Nice. Well, real that that is good, and I know I've I'm long overdue for a New York trip, um, and I'm Sean? trying to I'm trying to make it happen. If you come, we will lay out the red carpet for you. Just oh, understand that. I, I I will just be in awe of, of the whole thing. So yeah. and 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 the thing too about Disney too, I mean, and again, that as a STEM teacher, yeah, that's a <laughs> playground for you. I mean, it is a playground, but as a STEM teacher and yeah. the whole imagineering, I'm sure, I mean, are you do you just go there and, and like go on the monorail and go, okay, here's a lesson or here's an idea? It's funny. It's funny you say that I do. Well, I'm on the monorail, but the people mover. There's a people yes. mover in one. And and I, like, my thoughts, the deepest thoughts come to me when I'm in a place and, and, and I'm just, whether it's on a train, whether it's on a plane, whether it's traveling in the car, that's the time where I can be to myself and really reflect. And, and in Disney, even though we're running around every park, there's certain rides where you're able to do that. Yes. And that, that I take advantage of those, those small moments, which end up being huge. Yeah. I, uh, and I didn't know we would talk about Disney, but here's my Tomorrowland mug, um, which, which I got uh, the first trip that I took my girls to um, for, for Disney and um, going there. And, and I, you know, I was born in California and the first 10 years of my life were there we, we went to Anaheim every summer when, when Disney was a little, little bit affordable Disneyland. And so that whole notion of images of possibility, like Tomorrowland is a really special place to me. Um, and, and, and it impelled in me this notion that man, the world, Hey, the future and, and all, and Carousel of Progress and, and the my favorite, one of my favorite rides. I love, I love the carousel of progress. And I would go, man, what's life going to be like in 2000 and I'm going to be 30 and all this is going to happen. And, and it's just this kind of notion that the, 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 the world is going to be a better place and Tomorrowland for me represents that. So I have a lot of fond memories and, and uh, I, I, again, I just imagine a STEM teacher in Disney world, just you're, you're with your family. You're wow. <laughs> it is, it's the app. And the funny thing is my daughter's there right now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, she's there now. She's an annual pass. She became an annual pass holder. She's one of, um. she's a sweetheart. 
She loves books. She loves reading. And um, she works for a company where she has to give all these presentations, but yet she can disappear, read a book, and then travel to Disney. And that's where she feels at home, at her place to just let it all out and think. And yeah, so. That's so, so cool. Oh, that's great. Well, well, kudos to her and uh, kudos to you at, at Disney. So ride Space Mountain for me. Ride the People Mover for it. me. And uh and and we're, and we're gonna and we're gonna connect uh in person. We're gonna make we're gonna make this uh we're I gonna can't make this. wait. Sean, you need to kind of think about well, this year is almost over, but think about 2024. Yes, yes. Still, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. There's gonna be there, there, it's gonna happen. I, I okay. feel it's gonna happen, it's gonna be good. We'll we'll do we'll 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 do a little temptations, high step in and okay, you know. Okay, it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to hold you to that, right? Hold me. Okay. <laughs> Friends, Natasha Nurse, please follow her, connect with her. She is truly an inspiration who is leaving a legacy of love, of innovation, of creativity, and helping make the world a better place. Natasha, you have an open invitation to be on this podcast anytime, friend. I have to tell you, Sean. I have the best time and always know that you have been a role model for me and I watch you very closely and I appreciate the work that you put out there for others to be inspired by. And just, just thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. And, and all gratitude for you. As I sign off here on principal liner notes podcast with, with Natasha, the typical sign off, don't forget to share with the world, your dreams, your visions, your ideas, your legacy, because they help make the world a better place and the world needs you just like the world needs Tasha Nurse. Thank you so much, Tasha. Thank you, Sean. This is Sean Gailey from the Principal Liner Notes podcast, signing off. Thanks and peace.